Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast, how I teach realtors and loan officers how to do Instagram just a little bit better. And I have a very special guest today. Many of you guys know him. Many of you guys have heard me talk about this man more times than uh, I probably talk about my husband on social platforms or podcasts, right? Uh, maybe laughingly, my work husband is what we'll call Phil Dodds, but um, I'm really excited to have him here. Uh, he is crushing the Instagram game. He is leading the charge as far as how mortgage loan officers can use Instagram more efficiently in their business. And we have a really big conversation coming up for you guys this morning. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty amped to share it with you guys. And Phil, I would love it. For those of uh, my audience who don't know you already, uh, just tell us a little bit about who you are and kind of your story background quickly, and then we'll get into the the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm so happy to be here, and obviously, I uh, feel the same about you, Michelle. Love love our talks, love our conversations, and uh, uh, you've been super important and influential in, in my business. And so, yeah, uh, it's just been been great getting to know you and, and have you help me along the way here. And, um, yeah, just mortgage loan officer, uh, in Iowa, Eastern Iowa, my, from the quad cities, we're right on the Mississippi river. So half in, uh, half the quad cities is in Iowa. Other half is in Illinois. Um, I'm married my wife, uh, Carrie, we've been married. We'll be at 12 years this year. I have two little ones. Camden is seven. Harper will be six next month. Um, yeah, I got into the mortgage business back in 2007 uh, with a big bank. Uh, it was great for about one year. And then the, the mortgage collapse happened and uh, worked in, in loss mitigation uh, with that same bank for a little while. Uh, got out, got back in with, with a credit union due the, uh, during the last refinance boom. Um, and then uh, got back into originating in 2020. And it's been awesome ever since. So. I love it. Well, you're a, a testament to not giving up on an industry when you're passionate about what you do. Um, and I think that sometimes that can happen, right? Where we have to, we have to kind of take a step back for a minute, but we don't give up on it. We just have to come back when God calls us to do that, if you will. So, uh, it's inspiring. It's like, to it's, like it's, it's in your blood, you know, it's kind of <laughs> one of those things. It's like what you, what you go back to. Yeah. I mean, uh, I took, a, I took a break from mortgage. I actually got into doing financial planning and insurance and you know, this, my wife's a doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I had a, a financial planning practice where I did a lot of disability insurance, which a lot of doctors, um, have to have disability insurance. So it was a great kind of, uh, of, of niche to be in. And it was a, a way for me to, to use my connections and my network. But, um, yeah, we were just, and we were just chat, chatting offline when we, uh, when we moved down to Chattanooga during COVID, uh, for several different reasons, mostly my wife's job, I was like, yeah, it's perfect time to, to get back into doing mortgages. You know, it's kind of like going back to something you love and something, you know, you know, and that was about the same time, um, that I decided that I needed to really focus 
uh, on social media. You know, I, th there's not a lot of mortgage loan officers leveraging social media. That's where our customers are. And it's kind of how we met. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how we met. And I just told this story to a gentleman the other day who called me and, and was asking some certain questions about different loan companies and, and you know, why some of my clients choose to work at, at different, you know, different mortgage companies that are out there. And it was a very interesting conversation, but I think for our relationship, right, it was solely based off of this virtual handshake between me and you in, in a couple of different ways, right? So we, we met theoretically where you heard me on a podcast. We then officially met in real life through Instagram. Um, and then we were able to create what we now have, which is a very special friendship to me because I know that I could, you know, and vice versa, call you for, for just about anything that we needed for our businesses or even personally for that matter. Um, but the fun thing about the conversation that I want to have today is I think it's really prevalent in our world right now on the, the mortgage space and uh, on the real estate side too, for that matter. But there's a lot going on in the marketplace. There's a lot of people who are freaking out a little bit. There's a lot of people who are retracting marketing dollars and spending more money on leads nowadays um, to try to keep their yeah. business afloat. Um, and I had a really interesting conversation about this with, with another loan officer uh, who's a regional director actually for uh, the Houston area, uh, New Mexico and Oklahoma. And she said something to me that I'm really curious about what your take would be as well. But in this industry right now, those of you guys who are confusing what the last couple of years of success was with this tailwind of a, a massive injection of business and all of a sudden you're slow now, it means in, in my opinion and from her opinion as well, that it's because you didn't have a system or process in place in order to make sure that you didn't ever get slow. Uh, and I, I don't know what your take is on that, Phil, but I'm curious uh, just see to see what you think yeah so i mean i think the biggest thing is when you talk about the tailwind is like you're absolutely right the market or the industry ballooned and the issue that the industry that we're facing now is that with all the refinances that were happening you know 40 some some banks 40 percent of their business was refinances and that's all it's all gone and there were so many mortgage loan officers that that were hired that jumped into the industry. And so we have more loan officers now than we did before. And now probably half the business and half the origination is going away. And so it's 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 going to be it, it's going to be slower because there's more people competing for that business. But what she probably talked about is you didn't have a process in place where you're focusing on purchase business? Were you out there still hustling, still doing the necessary work, meet with your real estate agents, working with your referral partners to make sure you have purchase business coming in? And those of those of us that are out there, that that's where our focus has been and continues and where our focus is going to continue to be is, yeah, it's going to slow down for a little bit, um, but we're still going to be here in 12 months, 24 months, when all of the other loan officers that were doing 80, 90% refinances, they're going to get out of the industry. We just got to, we're just going to have to, to wait them out um, because they're, 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 they don't have a system or a process in place. And I mean, that's also, you know, who's, who's the, the, the mortgage company you're working for? Are they, are they built? Are they set up 
you know, to really focus on purchase business and support you in that way. And so we're going to see, we're just going to see a lot of transition. I think we'll see a lot of loan officers transition out of the business and, and those that have, have a process set up to really connect with real estate agents and make sure that they have the purchase business coming in. Those are the ones that are, are going to succeed. So it's, it's really an opportunity right now to take a step back and really, you know, if, if you need to make changes in your business, now is the time. And so you are a little bit slower. You have time to invest in this stuff. Maybe you can grow in your competencies, um, grow in your, your marketing abilities, try new things. And um, yeah, I mean, rates are rising and, and they're up, but you know, like we've seen with history is that, you know, interest rates go up and they go down they go up and they go down and your customers that, that you're, you're writing not right now, right now, today, they're going to be your refinance customers maybe in two or three years, you know, so you have to have a, have a plan for that. But yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly, I mean, she's, she's exactly right. You know, the people that have the process and have focused on the right things are the ones that are going to continue to have success as we move forward. Absolutely. And I think that where I, I would love to go with this is you and I were having a conversation offline about purchasing leads, which is a very common thing in our marketplace um, in the sense of, you know, both on the real estate side and on, on the lender side, people like to buy leads because then they can guarantee that they have conversations that they're able to have. Right. But what we both discussed was that these purchase of leads is it's hard, right? They may be cheap. They may mm-hmm. be a couple of dollars a body or, or per email, if you will. Uh, but the amount of work that goes into converting those is, is so hard. And I think what the initial part of this conversation really is about is that if you are trying to generate a foundation and a framework in your business so that right now you're focused on not being slow because you've done what you mentioned, right? Which is focusing on your realtor partners, focusing on your uh, networking relationships that are going to keep you busy, even when other things are slow or it, when other people are slow, not other things for that matter. Um, the key here, right? Is that when there's this big influx of success for you, that you systematize the process as it's happening, right? So if you systematize the process of creating a funnel of leads for yourself, right? When you do decide to spend advertising dollars or marketing dollars on scaling that, it's not going to be your cheap two, $3. I have to call this person 47 times. Or you had mentioned to me earlier, Phil, right? That um, some of the people that some of your referral people send to you, uh, they there's no way they're ever going to get approved for a loan. Right. So it's like, was it worth that $5 that that person spent on that, that lead? No, because that there's no, not going to be any conversion. So if that guy would have spent $15 on a higher qualified lead that actually came through his, his funnel or his framework that he had created prior to spending money on, on purchasing or generating leads, we're having a different conversation, right? Well, and also on that, what's your time worth, you know, cause you may spend five dollars on that lead but how much of your time did you spend trying to contact reach and qualify that person you know i mean even if you tell yourself you're worth 100 bucks an hour how many how many hours did you spend on this person and 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 really that five dollar lead it's never it's never five bucks you know it's costing you way more than than the warm lead that's actually you know like you said is, is going to convert 
So like, that's, that's the, the, the biggest thing. And I don't know the way I, and you and I've had this conversation before the way that I started in this business was, it was pretty much all cold calling and I hate cold calling. It's, it's just the worst. Like who doesn't just trying to, to trying to develop a relationship on a phone call and close a deal all in the span of 15 minutes. But that's when I first got in this business, that's what we'd have to do. We have to make 50 calls in the morning, 50 calls in, in the, in the afternoon. And you're literally trying, we were trying to get a loan application on the phone. You'd call somebody up that was not expecting your call, has no idea who you are. And within, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, you got to build rapport with them, get them to take a loan application. And then, and then after, if you do get, get the loan application, then you have to get them to answer your next phone call and follow up with you. And it just, I don't know. I, I just don't like cold calling, you know, and I would much rather be of value, connect with people and, and, and do exactly what, you know, kind of what the power method does is, is slowly build relationships with people so that when you do reach out to them, you do, you know, have that ask, there's already a relationship there and it's so much more likely to, to, to close or convert. And it's just so much, it's, it's not as, I don't know, the, the, the ask isn't as intrusive, I guess, is, is the best way to put it. And it's just, it's just a, more, a better experience. And it's a way that I like going to work every day, you know, it, especially in, in, in real estate agents, I really spend a lot of my time trying to connect with real estate agents and back in the day, I mean, the really the only way you could do that is either to randomly stop in their office, you know, and try to get their secretary or receptionist to either, you know, tell you the truth that they're there, you know, or get past them to try to get to the agent to, to have a talk with them. Or you just randomly show up at their open houses, you know, and sometimes if they've got other customers there, you're just kind of standing over in the corner, you know, with a box of cookies or whatever it is trying to get their attention so you know, awkward. And, and you're not the only one, you know, why not, why not grow that relationship with them on social media, share about what's going on in your life, share about what's going on in your business, provide them value on a daily basis, you know, before having that ask. And it's just, I don't know, to me, it's a no brainer. Well, we're going to have this conversation uh, shortly as part of this episode, because people need to talk, people need to hear you talk about it. But one of the, the big wins for you in the last year is or even in the last six months for that matter is a total of 50 plus new real estate relationships or realtor partner relationships off of Instagram. And what I want to do is I want to talk about that piece of this, right? So I want to talk about how Instagram or what Instagram is designed to do as it calls to purchasing or paying for business or paying for leads, right? So what I want to back up to is talk about what you did so that you if you did decide to spend money on ad or on leads right through the form of ads on Instagram or Facebook, the difference in your results versus the alternative, right? So here's what I think of when I think of the funnel, and then I want you to chime in here. So when I think of this, I think spend time building your brand, right? And being building a brand does not mean your colors. I just want everybody to, to know that, right? We're not talking about the color scheme of what your account looks like. That's that's certainly a subliminal piece to it, but it's, that is not your brand, right? So if you spend, spend time building your presence on the platform, building your brand, people will know why I should come across your account or why I should stay on your account if I do. So once I am then on your account, I now get what you were referencing, which is all of the value. Now 
the third piece to that is creating conversation, right? Going out and doing engagement, creating new relationships on the platform, being genuine about it. And when you stack all of those on top of each other, the result is conversion, right? The result is meetings. The result is let's go out for a a deli sandwich, I think was one of the most recent leads for you, right? Um, And once that happens- I'm I'm having lunch with him today. Boom. That's what I'm doing in in two two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. So what happens there, (laughs) right? What happens, what you just described, what happens with that is if you called me tomorrow, Phil, and you said, I now want to spend $200 a month on Instagram ads. The difference is that the $200 that you spend is going to be way better spent because what Instagram is going to do is it's going to show your content to a bunch of other people like that guy who you're going out to have lunch with, because those are the types of people who are consuming your platform, not a bunch of random people that you either bought or were fake audiences or, uh, were cheap email lists or cold leads, if you will. And all of that goes into the cold lead bucket, right? So instead of going after cold leads, spend time building the framework, which for you took about three to four months and some refining over time, which that's business, Mm -hmm. right? And then you now get to scale it and amplify it. And the results are so different, but the problem is that people just want to throw money at ads. People just want to throw money at buying lead lists. People just want to throw money at, um, here, go do this for me or go generate business for me. I'm just going to sit here and drink coffee and wait for the phone to ring. Right. So talk, talk me through your, where your head goes when you think of what you did to build the process that you now have. Well, first I would say, I guess maybe I'm a bad example because I've never, ever done an ad Instagram ad or Facebook ad. I've never, I've actually haven't never spent any money on any type of social media ad to my, to the point though, Phil, that's good. And I'm the same way. That's why I'm asking That's why I'm asking you this, this question, because you and I both have built our careers off of building or organic presence of people who want to be in our sphere. And it wasn't until last November when I personally, as a, as a business owner started spending money on ads. And the only money I spent was on lookalike audiences of those who were already consuming my content. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll back up the first thing you said, cause you're talking about building a brand, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I saw a statistic somewhere that like, it's like 70 plus percent of millennials go to social media to validate someone that they want to do business with. So like, even if your, if your goal isn't to get leads from, from Instagram or Facebook or social media at all, even if your just, your goal is to, is to just do business the old way. The generation that is out there buying houses, if you're not on social media and your brand isn't out there and it's not detailed and you don't show up, they're not going to do business with you because they, they, because you're not, you know, you're not validated and you're not trustworthy in their mind because you're not on social media. So like the fact that you need to build a brand as a mortgage loan officer and it needs to be built on social media is an absolute must nowadays. Because in five years, if you don't, if you don't spend the time and dedicate the time and the effort to do that five years from now, you're going to be irrelevant. So that's one. So building your brand on social media, no matter what it has to happen, you have to do it Two, um, 
exactly what you said is, is it's all about, I think people get caught up in the fact that they need more numbers, right? And they, and they try to reverse engineer everything. And so it's like, if I've spent this much money, I know that I'll get this number of leads and I know that this many will convert and that's how they go about it. But they don't realize, like you said, <clears throat> the quality of the lead from cold to warm and the conversion is just so much different. I think that's where people really miss. And what they don't realize is that also the landscape is changing and that people want to have relationships with the people that they do business with. It used to be back in the day, you would just hop on Google and you would Google best mortgage loan officer in Davenport, Iowa, or best real estate agent in Davenport, Iowa. And that's what people would do. They would be like, I want to use the best and whatever the internet tells me. Or before that, they would talk to their buddy or they would talk to somebody reputable in the community and be like, who's the, who's the best person at this and who should I use, you know, or they would see somebody's face on a billboard and be like, well, that guy must be, you know, doing something right because he's got a billboard or he's got his face on a bus stop, you know, sign or whatever that, that doesn't work anymore. What people want is people want a relationship, right? And the best and easiest way to do that is through social media and like, like, and just like you teach and you talk about providing value, providing ways for people to connect with you because that's what they want. They, we, we're here as salespeople to give people what they want. We need to be where they're at and we need to give them what they want. And they want relationships. They want connections. They want to feel like they can trust you. And the generations that are, that are moving through the home buying process, if you're a loan officer, if you're, if, if you're looking at this as a long-term business plan, they want relationships on social media and you need to be there. You need to build the brand and you, and you need to be, pre be present every single day. So let's talk about, let's get into the weeds of your success in the last six months. I think the exact number that you gave me was 50 plus new realtor relationships or realtor partners that maybe they've sent you a deal yet. Maybe they haven't, but they have been nurtured and developed through Instagram specifically, or just, I guess we can say social media, but I know Instagram's your primary platform. Right. So talk to me about how first and foremost. So for somebody listening and they're like, Phil, I think you're, you might've exaggerated that number a little bit. Talk to that person because I know that that's not true. Right. But they might hear that number and be like, that's an astronomical number. How did you get to 50 so fast? And so let's talk, let's start there. Right. So debunk the 50 is a really big number. Phil, are you sure? Yeah. Well, first off, you know, I, I, I consider a referral relationship to somebody that sent me a referral and that I've got an application from. Yeah. Is it, have I closed a deal from them yet? Maybe not, but I have a referral relationship and anybody that's been in this business knows that when you're working with referral partners, you have different levels and you have different expectations of, of, of different relationships. Right. So I consider a, a real estate agent that maybe sends me I close two and a half deals with for the entire year. That's a win. Love them. I will pour all my time and effort into them. You know, so that, that it's somebody that's sending me referral and that has, we have people uh, filling out applications on second 50. That is, that is not hard there. There's probably like five or 600 real estate. Actually, I think in the quad cities area, there's, I just looked at this number the other day. I think it's like 700 real estate agents. Now, how many of them are actually full-time in the business and do a lot of business? You know, that's debatable. So let's say there's 500. So 50, 
that's, that's, that's totally obtainable. And how, how did I do that? Okay. So first off, I, I went and found every single real estate agent I could on Instagram and followed them. Oh, that's a, that's a rocket science idea right there. I mean, holy wow. cow, that's, you know, really <laughs> difficult. Spent some time, went to the real estate brokerage's website, saw everybody who it was, and I went and found them on Instagram or Facebook and, and followed them. That's it. I didn't follow them and then send them a DM within three minutes. Hey, I have the best interest rates. I have this. I have that. You should do business with me. I just followed them. And then I just was just a normal person. There's another, you know, crazy, crazy idea. Just be a normal person. And I would like on some of their posts. They were, if they had stories, I would, you know, like their story or, or post a comment or something like that, you know, on their, their birthday, I send them a, a happy birthday message, you know, or, or whatever it is. I'm just a normal person. Just trying to be friends with them. Again, it's building a relationship. I'm not out there, you know, trying to sell them something. Within, I was just going to say first minute. For those of you guys listening, note that Phil didn't say I'm trying to be friends with them so that they'll send me business. They're not the same thing, right? It's Mm -mm. be friends with them and be genuine because if you are friends with them in a genuine way without the expectation of, hey, where's my deal or, hey, where's the referral that you said you might send me or Oh, I know, you know, if you're Phil, right. Oh, this agent, I know he does a lot of business. So I'm just, I'm going to go follow him on Instagram because then he'll for sure, once he sees me, he'll send me some of his business, right? For those of you guys listening to this, Phil didn't say any of that. What Phil said is he went and found them. He followed them on Instagram and was a legit real human that was just being proactive on the platform with no expectation and we've talked about this. I actually think I said this on your podcast, Phil, but expectation is the root of all suffering, right? So if you go into that exact experience that you just described, expecting that of the 500 agents in the area, if you go follow all five of them, that 50 of them will send you business. You will be really, really sad when it doesn't happen. And most likely the reason it didn't happen was because of you. Yeah, it, it, Social media is not for selling. If there's one thing that loan officers and real estate agents and whoever else is listening to this can take from this podcast is that social media is not for selling. Social media is for connecting and building relationships. And so if you're, if, if you're in this business to just get deals and to sell to people, stay the hell off social media. Okay. Because you're going to waste your time. You're going to spin your wheels and you're just going to make the rest of us look, look like idiots. I mean, I can't tell you, I, I know there's mortgage loan officers because this, this market's crazy, but every day on LinkedIn, I get messages, I get connections on LinkedIn. And then w- as soon as I accept the, the, the connection within 60 seconds, I have a big, long recruitment message. Hey, here we pay the the most bips and we have the best technology and we have the best this and the best that. Let's set up a call to see if this might be a good fit for you. It literally happens every single day. And all those recruiters that do it that way, they're just so bad at their job and they make all other recruiters look bad. 
So if you're a loan officer and that's your approach and that's all you care about, don't, don't do this. Don't get on Instagram. Don't get on Facebook. You go, go knock on people's doors and hound people that way, because I'm tired of you making, making me look bad. Mm. But if you got into this business because you truly care about helping people and you truly care about partnering with people and investing in people's business and trying to be a positive, have a positive impact on your community, then this strategy is for you. Because the way I go about it is I'm just trying to connect with real estate agents and grow friendships and build relationships. And I go out of, I want to find a way to help them grow their business because I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to put my time out there. I'm going to put my influence out there to try to help them. One, because I love making new friends. I love meeting new people and I love trying to do whatever I can to help people succeed. And in return, yeah, maybe those real estate agents will see value in what I provide and they'll see value in my friendship and they'll see value in the way that I approach and do business and be like, hey, you know what? Uh, Phil's a really great guy. And if he, and if he uh, uh, treats uh, my customers the same way that he treats me, they'll be really happy and they'll really enjoy this experience. You know, right? what's I try brilliant? to get the real estate agents. Do you know what's Go brilliant ahead. about what you just said? And I wrote it down because I had to. Um, I literally, I know you got those of you, many of you guys listening to this or listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. So you can't see me, but I'm literally holding an, a pencil, right? And what I just wrote down is that maybe a lot of those people are using you or want to use you, Phil, because you didn't ask them to use you. Let's think about that, right? People want to use you, Phil, because you didn't ask them to use you. And there's not to say that that's right or wrong, but in this scenario, it's what's working, right? So there is a time and a place for the ask, right? So if you don't immediately go out, exactly. I mean, tell, tell everybody. So I, I know the story, but tell everybody the story of the gentleman that you're going out to lunch with today. Tell me, tell them how that happened. Yeah. Uh, just build a relationship on, on Instagram. Uh, obviously followed each other. I commented on some of his stories and stuff. We connected over the fact that we both went to the same college. And, um, one day I had posted a a picture of a sandwich shop and he commented about how much he loved that sandwich shop. And I was like, you know, uh, uh, I can't, I told him what sandwich I got and asked him what he liked. And he told me like, you love, you know, Turkey Reuben, such and such whatever. And I was like, you know what? We should, uh, we should grab lunch there one day. Let me buy lunch. I'd love just to hear how, how business is going, you know? And that was it. And he's like, yeah, let's grab lunch. And we scheduled it. And that was it. That was it. It wasn't, it wasn't the first time I followed him. Then the next day I asked him to lunch. It wasn't, you know, the next week, you know, I talked to a lot of loan officers and they're like, well, what's your process? You know, do you keep a, do you track all these people and then put them into the next stage. And then how many, how many, how many comments before you ask, is it two? Is it three? How many messages do you send? And I'm like, dude, you're not a freaking robot. You're a person, be a human being. There's, there's no, there's no magic formula. Just be a nice guy. And the opportunity will present itself. The opportunity will exactly. Because again, my, my, my goal, my goal with this real estate agent isn't to, to go out and sell him something. I just want to build a relationship with him. Here's the thing is like some real estate agents, I could, I could, we could go through a conversation. 
you know what? And I'm going to, and I'm going to say something that's really controversial here, but some real estate agents, I just don't get along with. They're not a good fit for me. We, we wouldn't work well together. The way that they do business it is not a way, is not a good reflection of me or how I would want to do business. So it, it's one of those things where you have to have a qualifying you know, system where you're not going to work with everybody. That shouldn't be the goal. You should be searching out the people that you want to do business with, that you want to have parties with, that you want to invite over into your hood and have sit around the fire and drink a few beers with. That's like, that should be the goal. And so this is a way for you to qualify the people that you're, you're getting referrals from. And, and again, it's all about building relationships. I have this, uh, I have this new relationship with a, a real estate agent um, group, the Stephanie K group here in town. And every, she, has, she has three agents on her team, two agents on her team. And all three of them are just wonderful people. And Stephanie is just a wonderful person. And like her and I get along so well and we have such a great connection and it's just real easy to go back and forth. And like that, and she's like the perfect example. Actually, one of her agents is one of your, your, uh, your clients, Stella Roser. Yeah. Yep. Stella. by the way, did you know that she, uh, she used to do uh, powerlifting and, and bodybuilding? I don't know if you knew that or not. No, you didn't know and, that? Yeah. I was surprised um, you disclaimer. I'm not a power lifter. FYI. Oh, well, I know you were into lift, like into lifting and stuff like that. Yeah. So Olympic I figured lifting. you guys would have had. Con- oh, okay. Sorry. Wrong. It's okay. I'm slapping Wrong. you on the wrist virtually right now. Olympic lifting. I got the it. The snatch and the but, clean but- <laughs> I figured you guys would have connected over that. But anyways, you know, that, that's, that's a perfect situation where I found somebody that was an agent that is a really good fit. We just get along really well. Like Stephanie, her team, we could come over to my house and have a party and she would get along great with my wife. And like, we would just have a great friendship. And there's sometimes there's other agents I've went out and met and I'm like, there's not a, you know, any chance I would invite this person over to my home, you know, and to hang out with. So they're probably not a good fit and that's okay. There's probably another loan officer out there that's a good fit for them. So I think if you just, you take a step back and kind of bring this all around to kind of what we're talking about is that just be a human being, just be a good friend and try to build relationships with that, with those people. And it's not about trying to sell them or get an appointment. It's all about growing relationships and, and the relationships, they, they produce other relationships. I've met other real estate agents through a real estate agent that I've built a relationship with on social media. And when you're a good person and you invest in them, they introduce you to other people because they want to refer you. And it just, it continues to grow and it continues to evolve. I got a screenshot the, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago from, there's a giant real estate agent Facebook group here in the Quad Cities. And they, all the agents talk to each other. They, you know, they have pocket listings and ask, you know, uh, for referrals on different, you know, a plumber or electrician to do this or whatever. And somebody asked, you know, Hey, who, who should, who should we use uh, for self-employed bars? I got a tough self-employed borrower and send me a screenshot. And there was all these real estate agents referring my name and some, and a lot of them I've never even met. I haven't even connected with them on social media, but they, but they're like, well, this is the guy you should talk to. And it's probably because they talked to another real estate agent who said like, yeah, this Phil guy, like 
He's just a good dude. He answers lots of questions. He puts out a lot of value. It's another thing when you're out there constantly putting out value that's important to the real estate agents, you know, and they feel like they can turn around and, and present that to their borrowers or their, uh, their clients, they're more likely to, you know, to refer you and build and continue to, to build that relationship. So there's, there's so many layers to this, but again, all coming back to it's social media is not for selling. Social media is for connecting and building relationships. And that's the mindset that you have to have. And if, and if you refuse to do that, if you can't get past that, then stay off the platform. Yeah. If you can't get past that and like, you don't understand the mental or the psychology behind why that's the case, I guess would be a better way of saying that Then maybe you are the person that needs to just go buy leads because that's easier for you. Right. Um, or that's exactly. more you're in your lane and that's okay. Right. We're not sitting here in any way, shape or form saying that buying leads is bad. Right. We're just saying that for some people that makes more sense. I would, I would beg to say that for the vast majority of people, you'll be a lot more fulfilled and a lot happier doing it the way that Phil is describing how to do it. Uh, but the one thing that I really want to hit home with here as we wrap up is that everything that we've talked about so far in the last call it 40 minutes is that using social media is not an instant gratification thing right? It's not, no. I'm going to post on Instagram. And if I don't get a lead in my first piece of content, I quit for that matter. It could be months before you have a conversation where somebody reaches back out to you after a story that you post about going to a deli sandwich shop and, and asks the question of, Oh, what sandwich do you get? Which then affords the opportunity of, Hey, let's go have lunch, right? That could take six months for a conversation like that to show up. Right. And when I mean show up, um, I'm those of you guys, you know, who don't know me, I have a giant cross on my arm. I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in God gets us where God wants us to go. Um, but I believe that that's what, that's what will happen. Right. Is that things will show up when they are supposed to show up and they will show up in a, a way that we maybe don't expect them to, but it's the exact way that they're supposed to. Right. And that relationship that you have Phil, or the lunch that you get to go have today, I pray that it's everything that we're talking about. And I, and I have a very good feeling it will be. And it, it tenfolds back into this whole concept of being in that Facebook group in, in the quad cities, right? Other people talking about you and other people saying, Hey, you guys, have you ever heard of this Phil Dodds guy? That's called just doing good things and being genuine and just being consistent at being genuine, Right. And consistency, I mean, this is very cliche, but the saying is Rome wasn't built in the day. Hell, my career wasn't built in the day, right? I'm about to celebrate eight years. And I would say this year, this last probably 12 months is when I can genuinely say, I never worry about where our next deal is coming from. I never worry about where our next client's coming from. I never worry about who's going to be the next person to buy the Instagram power method course because I know that I've done enough good in our industry and continue to do so every single day that it will find me when it's supposed to. Um, and I wholeheartedly believe that about you, Phil. And I watch it. I see it every single day. I see your content go out every day. I see the way you talk to people. I see the way you pour into people. I see the husband that you are, the father that you are, and that makes people want to be around you. And if you guys got anything out of the last now almost 45 minutes with Phil and I, it's, show up consistently show up as a real person and stop expecting anything because expectation will crush your dreams. 
Um, but doing good will not. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all about mindset and, and consist the, the word consistency is probably the most important piece of this. And, and that applies to any, any area of being a loan officer or being a real estate agent. Consistency is always going to be the most important thing. And so when you just apply that to social media and you show up every day and you're top of mind every single day, people see that. And that's the problem. There's a, we talked about this on my podcast, subliminal, you know, that subliminal marketing. People see your name, they associate who you are with what you do. And they, they see you as they start to think of mortgage filled odds, right? Or, or with, with Michelle, they start to think about Instagram strategy, Michelle Barman, Michael, right? And it just always, you're always there and you're everywhere and you're consistent. And that's the power because you can't do that anywhere else as a mortgage loan officer. You would literally have to call somebody every single day and talk to them every single day to have that exact same impact that you can have on social media by just, by just posting a piece of content, even just showing up in stories. It doesn't even matter what your story is. Just because your little circle face shows up at the top of their Instagram account when they log in, that's all that matters. It's no different than you trying to give them a phone call or send them a spam email. So consistency is the biggest key. Show up every day, do the work. And I would tell you, I would be shocked if somebody if somebody just implemented a consistent Instagram strategy that it would take six months for them to get a lead. Because if you're just doing, if you just get on there and, and you're a loan officer and you just follow every real estate agent in your market and you just go through their stories and you comment on their stories here that you connect with, you're going to, you're going to have conversation. I mean, it's just, it's just going to be natural. Now, if you're not doing the work, if you're not out there reaching out and connecting with them and you're just getting on there and posting, expecting for people to respond and, and reach out to you. Well, yeah, maybe it might take a while, but you have to put, yeah. just like anything, you have to put out the work. You have to put out the effort. You have to go out and connect with people. Totally. So, which is not hard. Being in stories, sending a DM, making a nice comment, being a human being, it, it, it's not its not difficult. It's definitely not hard. And people, I, I've taken four sticky notes worth of notes in front of me. I just want everyone to know that I, I have. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of sticky notes in front of me with... Uh, the thought behind of how can I create content about all of these bombs that Phil's dropping right now? Um, so this, it just lights me up to hear people like you who are out in the marketplace doing good and doing what I preach every day. And, you know, I'm not the first person to teach what I teach, but I'm certainly uh, somebody who I believe does it differently. I certainly believe that the emphasis behind it is how can we, we be good humans and, and do things based off of what, people's brains operate as or how people's brains operate. Right. And so the psychology behind marketing and selling and conversion and even conversation for that matter, take marketing out of it and just the psychology of conversation, what that looks like and how conversations happen and, and the ones that are the most fulfilling, um, and how those things kind of like naturally evolve into other things. Right. I mean, if you, you talk about your wife and, and I talk about my husband, like imagine what those conversations would have looked like if we didn't like the person, but we were told we had to go marry them. And like, it might've been a little awkward, right? But those conversations mm -hmm. that we had initially were like, man, I think I really like this person. That conversation got easier. That conversation continued over time. 
now, I don't, you know, you and your wife have been married. You said almost 12 years and my husband and I just celebrated three. And it's like, man, I'm, I'm in the easiest relationship of my life. And that's exactly what this relationship with building and creating business for yourself on social media is. It's like a, it's like a marriage almost, right? It's Mm -hmm. creating an easy conversation that can be lifelong. Um, and I have so many friends and so many, uh, relationships like, you know, you and I Phil, for that matter, who fun fact, like Phil and I have never hugged in real life. We've never been in the same place. We've never physically been located in the same location, but I know that when that opportunity arises, it will be incredible. Um, and that's the special piece about this, right. Is don't try so damn hard and it will become something that is really, really easy for you to be consistent with. And I think consistency is like the Baltimore word of our industry because people like, Oh, I want to be my 2022 new year's resolution. I'm going to be consistent. But if you don't know what the word consistency means, don't use it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to leave. Well, I'm going to honestly, well, let me, let me just, let me just give you some praise real quick. Because what she said is that most people don't know what consistency means. And I will tell you that, that what Michelle, what you taught me, what your program taught me is exactly what consistency means. And and we're talking like numbers, like here's how many posts you should be making. Here's how many posts of each type of content. Here's how many stories. So if you're one of those people out there and you're like, I'm going to be consistent, but you don't really know what consistency means or you need somebody to tell you and lay it out for you. This is exactly what Michelle does. And this is why I love her because she is so focused and detail oriented and she can break things down to, to the most minute details. Whereas I'm in the clouds, I'm like macro, I am creative, visionary. I have lots of great ideas, but it's the implementation piece that I struggle with which is why my wife and I are great fit because, because Carrie is really great at the details and implementation. I think up a lot of great things and then, and then uh, she gets on my case about making it happen. (laughs) And so that's a lot of loan officers are like that too. And maybe you're not, but I know I was. And so getting direction and getting real life examples and goals and what you need to do and an actual roadmap that you can just follow to be consistent that's what Michelle does. And that's what she's done for me. If I wouldn't have found Michelle, I would have the most random content just like scattered all across the internet. And people would be like, I don't know what the hell this guy does or what he's doing. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of praise. Like you can answer that question down to the very minute details. And that's what you're awesome at. Well, I, I, uh, the love is very much so mutual between the two of us. And, um, I foreshadow a lot of things happening, um, both career wise for the two of us together, um, and collaboratively over the, over the next forever, but also in the near, the near future, um, keep your eyes out for what Phil's doing. Um, follow him on Instagram if you're not already. Um, and just, just be cognizant of, of what he's doing because he's making waves and I'm, I'm here for the ride. So Phil, um, I want to be a good steward of your time and wrap this up. So tell people how they can get a hold of you, where they can find you. And also tell us what's next for the one and only Phil. Yeah. Uh, so at Phil Dodds Mortgage on Instagram, uh, come follow me. If you ever have any questions and you're a loan officer and, and you just need some some help or need some brainstorming, shoot me a DM. I'd love to talk to you. 
Um, I have a ZNAP link in my bio that has all the different ways you can contact me. It has my YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, we're launching a, a podcast in May and Michelle's actually the very first, uh, first guest, first Ooh. episode on uh, the Level Up Your Content podcast, uh, helping mortgage loan officers create better mortgage content. Um, I, I talk to loan officers all the time. And the, the one thing I always get is I don't know what to post, which is, is, is probably the biggest cop out. But if you just sit down and take a little bit of, of coaching, it's very easy to come up with content to post. And so that's what the podcast's about. We also have a Facebook group. It's called Level Up Your Content. Um, it's just a wave to help mortgage loan officers just brainstorm and figure out what they should should be posting, you know, how, how they can just take answering simple questions that they answer every day for their borrowers, turn them into short, uh, short form videos uh, to put out content. They can stay consistent, but they're also providing value and, and they're answering what they're what their customers want to hear. So level up your content podcast. We're, like I said, uh, launching that in May. So looking forward to that. Um, and then hopefully we'll have some more things together in the future. I certainly, I already have ideas. So that's for, that's for another conversation. <laughs> um, but thank you guys another for those of you guys who are here. Um, I certainly appreciate you hanging out with us for the rest of this or throughout this episode. So I will uh, keep you guys posted on the next episode, but until then, thank you for listening to this episode of coffee and questions, and we will see you on the other side. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.